Hello, this is Reverend Erehehe I'm glad to come to you through this medium. As you listen to the word of God today, I pray that you will be impacted, your life will be transformed, and you experience God. Kingdom blessings. Amen. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for the opportunity to hear your word. Speak to us, Lord. Use me as an unhindered vessel. Touch a life, Lord. Give us a testimony. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, you may kindly take your seats in the house of the Lord. This morning, I will be sharing with you uh, something that has been on my heart for a while. For some time now. And I believe it to be a blessing to you. The mercies, his mercies endures. His mercies endures. That's the title of my uh, message this morning. And I'm picking a number of texts. Lamentations chapter 3 verse 22 to 23. Um, Psalm 102 verse 13. And then Zechariah 1 16. Lamentations chapter 3 22 to 23. I'll be reading from the New King James Version. It says, through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed. And if you have your own Bible, circle the consumed, because it's going to be critical in my message. So through or by the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Psalm 102 verse 13 says, you will arise and have mercy on Zion. Amen. May the Lord have mercy on open heavens. For the time to favor her, yes, the set time has come. And then finally, Zechariah chapter 1, 16. I am returning to Jerusalem with mercy. My house shall be built in it, says the Lord of hosts. And a surveyor's line shall be stretched out over Jerusalem. Today I'll be using these three texts to bring a lot of insight about the subject of mercy. You know, as believers, we have taken mercy for granted. As a matter of fact, mercy is not much thought about. It's assumed. But while I was reflecting, especially on Lamentation 3, I realized that we have not been grateful. Because technically, you are alive because of mercy. The day God withdraws mercy, most of us will not survive. But because his mercies are renewed day after day, no matter your faults, no matter your mistakes, no matter where you are coming from, whatever background you are coming from, mercy has a way of keeping you. That's why you wake up and you are up. That's why you stretch forth your hands and you've stretched it. Otherwise, you may wake up one day and not wake up. But mercy keeps coming to us. And this morning, I pray that the Lord will give you a deeper insight about mercy. Say mercy. Mercy is powerful. Ever since I started exploring mercy, I now understand why we can even stand before God boldly. It's because of his mercies. Amen. And when it comes to our relationship with God, if you take out mercy, we are dead. 
that it, is, it explains why the earlier prophets in the Old Testament, anytime they saw God or saw it, they say, I am dead. His presence alone is so, is so intimidating that without mercy, you cannot survive. Here we are every Sunday, every day. You wake up in the morning and you are in the presence of God without fear. That's mercy. And somebody put your hands together for God. That's mercy. That's mercy. It's not because you qualify. No, no, no. I mean, sometimes I look at us and look at the, the Israelites. They, they were holier in quotes than us. They, they, they lived their lives according to a law. And yet they couldn't come into the presence of God. No, so we can never say the reason is because we are holier than them. The reason is mercy. The, you see, the game changer in this matter is the mercy of God. And that's why we as children of God must begin to value and appreciate this important commodity in our lives and our relationship with God. And I pray that God will give you that insight. So when it comes to relationship with men, mercy is very powerful. So with God, with our relationship with men, mercy is like the air we breathe. It gives us life. It keeps us going. The enemy cannot count, I mean, use our mistakes against us because of mercy. But for mercy, the enemy will have a few day. But mercy keeps speaking for us. And this morning, mercy will speak for you. I said, mercy will speak for you. you know? So I, I want us to more or less lift up this subject a bit. We, we, we place it too much low. And begin to use it, use mercy as a spiritual weapon and fight our battles by mercy. You will survive because of mercy. You will make it because of mercy. Not because of who you are. Not because of your qualification. But because the mercy of God is available. I see somebody making it. Men may have written you out. Are you hearing me? Men or doctors may say you won't make it. But mercy will say no to that. Because mercy is available to you. Somebody put your hands together and celebrate God. And put your hand in your head and say mercy three times. Mercy, 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 mercy. Amen. I, I want to draw your attention that mercy is available. Amen. The word mercy um, in, in the Latin is mercies. Mercies. And that's what the English word derived uh, its root from. And the meaning of it is price paid. Price what? Paid, not will be paid, price paid. When I look at it, I say, Wow! So, even before I get there, God has paid the price. Even before I make the mistake, God has what? Paid the price. That's mercy. Price paid, not by you, but by somebody else. And it's called what? Mercy. It connotes forgiveness, um, it connotes benevolence, it connotes kindness. It connotes um, the show of favor, undeserved favor. That's mercy. And in the Bible, mercy comes in two forms. One angle is talking about forgiveness and or withholding punishment. And that's something, that's where we are only limited to. Anytime you are in trouble, that's when you think you need mercy. Anytime you sin against God, that's when that's right. But there's another dimension of mercy that has to do more with favor. So one side is reactive. In other words, it's taking care of your actions, your wrong actions. And the other one is proactive. Even when you have not acted, God is granting you favor. That is what leads to grace. Mercy gives birth to what? 
grace. And it is, I want to take it in both areas. Not only because I, I want pardon for my mistake. I, I want to make it where I don't qualify to. Huh? A lot of the things we are believing God for, technically we don't qualify. I mean, yeah, a woman, a, mama, a woman, doctors have said your womb cannot carry a baby. And you are believing God to give birth. It will take mercy. Because, but for nature, you don't qualify. Now, some of us, where we are coming from, but per human standard, we dare not dream the dream we are dreaming. But mercy comes into the equation and says, yes, you are coming from somewhere and you don't qualify. But by virtue of mercy, the equation will change. So mercy is not only for forgiveness. Mercy is not only for withholding punishment. Mercy is for showing kindness. That's why we need it every day. So, we need mercy because we make mistakes, but we also need mercy because there are some things we want that per our strength, we can never get it. But here I can stand boldly and prophesy about somebody's life. You may not get it by human standard, but may mercy speak for you. Oh, can you put your hand on your head and say, mercy speak for me. Yeah, yeah, I don't qualify. But you are not there. The, the, the others are more qualified. They, they've gone to schools outside Ghana. They have all kinds of credentials. And you are going for the same interview. Listen, if mercy does not speak for you, they will look at you and write you off. But somewhere, somehow, when mercy speaks for you, they will bypass the so-called qualified because there's something about you. Am I speaking to somebody here? There's something about you that is not about your qualification. It's not about how beautiful you are. It's not about how tall you are. It's about the mercy of God. I prophesy the mercy of God upon somebody's life this morning. Say with me, say, oh Lord, may your mercy abound on my behalf. Put your hands together for God. The mercy of God. Oh, tell if you understand mercy, you will make it. If you understand mercy, fear will disappear. Mercy is the great, according to St. Augustine, he said, mercy is the greatest divine attribute. For him, all the attributes of God, when you compare it to mercy, mercy is the greatest. It, it begats all the others. Are you hearing me? And as believers, may we begin to treat mercy in that light. When you wake up in the morning, just say mercy. Say, you say mercy because mercy will make a way for you. <laughs> Am I speaking to somebody here? Mercy. Even when you are weak, he said, let the weak say you are strong because mercy will make a way for you. Mercy will make a way for you. And may mercy make a way for you. This morning as you hear the sound of my voice, may mercy overshadow you and make a way for you in Jesus' name. Alright, so when we come to interrogate the text so far, the three texts I've given you, one thing we see I'm going to mention two things. One thing we see is that the, the authors are trying to, not trying, but are seeking to convince us that God's mercy is available. So you can go back to your text and see. The first one says that because of his mercies or through his mercies, you are not consumed. How many of you here are not consumed? You know the meaning of consumed? If you are consumed, where will you be? Alright? So once you are here, you are not consumed, right? And he's saying that it is because of his mercy. My, my brother. <laughs> it's not because you eat well. It's not because you take good care of yourself. It's not because you are careful. You know, sometimes we take the credit where we don't desire. People ask you, people ask me, say, Pastor, you keep yourself well all these years. And I know it's not true. I don't keep myself well. 
you know, and you know, and then you start telling, yes, you know, I don't eat this. And I say, shut up. Shut up. There are others. Listen, I eat 10 p.m., 11 p.m. Amen. Other people eat 10 p.m., 11 p.m., their stomach will come out. So it's not, it's not about what, you know, sometimes when people give you credit, live to give it back to God. It's because of his mercy, that's why you are not consumed. Am I speaking to somebody here? It's because of his mercy. Tell somebody by yourself, it's, it's his mercy. It's his mercy. Some of us, if we look at the schools we attended, my goodness, the last time I passed by my primary school, if you look at the school you attended and look at you today, it's the mercy of God. I say it's the mercy of God. The same mercy that has brought you this far, I pray over you, may mercy pick you from where you are to the other side in the name of Jesus. Say mercy. Listen, my assignment this morning is to promote mercy because mercy will make a way for you. Put your hands together for God. Mercy. And, and so, a lamentation is saying that once you are alive, it means mercy is available. Mercy is available. And, and when, you when you go back, you will notice also that that is confirmed. Uh, lamentation is confirmed by Psalm. In, in Psalm, God is saying, I will arise and have mercy on Zion. So again, we see the presence of what? Mercy. And then Zechariah, I like the Zechariah. He says, I am returning to Jerusalem with mercy. So, how many of you believe the presence of God is here? And he's saying that this time I'm not coming without my mercy. Wherever I am present, my mercy says, I am coming with my mercy. So, it talks about the dominance and the presence of the mercy of God. No wonder sometimes you don't even, you are not aware of it, but the Lord is keeping you. Sometimes I look at my life and I look at some narrow escapes. I have had near-death situations. But, and, and maybe even in some of them, I didn't know God. And yet his mercy was available. There are people who even talk. You know, sometimes I look at people, if I were God, some people who talk by heart on social media would have died. Like, like when you finish talking today, tomorrow we will not see you again. So that others will fear God. But God is a God of mercy. God is not like me. Am I, am I speaking to somebody here? He's not like me. One thing God taught me, eh, when I was um, in the early times of church doing work in Ufanko. Ufanko is a, a typical fetish uh, ground. And one time they were angry with the church because the Anglican church um, then said that where they had built the school for them was theirs. So they took the, the kids to court and they put injunction on the school building. So the chief instigated the youth. And then they got wind of it, the Anglican church, so they didn't come that Sunday. We came to church, we didn't know that the youth were angry with all churches. And we're having service. We're in them meeting in the GHS uh, workshop. Um, in the course of service, I was preaching under unction. <laughs> then these guys, we thought they were just doing their thing around. They entered the auditorium. That time, open auditorium, classroom. They entered. Straight to the pulpit. He said, Osovo, pack your things and move out. Before I could say this, the guy just kicked the pulpit down. I realized that he meant big business. So quickly we packed our things and we came out. I mean, that day I was angry in my spirit. I said, God, you have to show these people your power. How 
can he kick the pulpit? God didn't do anything to them. <laughs> he didn't do anything. To, they, they all survived. They were still alive around in town. Fooling in town. You know, sometimes we don't understand God. But one day, I understood. Here we are, some years after we had moved to our own auditorium. And all, this guy comes to accept Jesus Christ. I didn't know. I, 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 I wouldn't make him out. <laughs> I wouldn't make him out. But when he was coming, he was looking. He didn't want to look at me. And yet, I would led him to Christ and everything. You know, so one day, one of the old folks said, do you remember? I said, this is the guy who kicked him. I said, wow, God is amazing. That's why the Bible said that God is not slow, but he is what? Patient, because he wants all to be saved. So there are wicked people out there that we want them to die, but the mercy of God is keeping them. The mercy of God. Sometimes when I hear people talking about the church anywhere, anyhow, I only say, Father, have mercy. God is the God of mercy. When the attend comes, mercy will speak for them. That's why God will not be like you. Because seriously, speaking, when I read some of social media, I say, Father, show them your power. But our God is the God of mercy. And this morning, I'm here to introduce this God to you. May the God of mercy be your God. You may be here, with, here in church carrying guilt. and May the mercy of God release you today. May the mercy of God be sufficient for you today. The enemy will not keep accusing you anymore. Mercy will cleanse you. Mercy will give you confidence once again. The mercy of God. Hallelujah. You see, the mercy of God is present. It's not gone anywhere. It is present with us. And when, for me, the, the kind of encouragement it gives me is that even before I make a mistake, the, the mercy of God is there for me. And so, I would rather be conscious of his mercies all the time. All the time. Anywhere I go, I am what? Conscious of God's mercy. Because his mercy, say, I will return. What I like, say, I will return to Jerusalem. This is the Jerusalem. Amen. The church is the new Jerusalem. He said, I will return to Jerusalem in my mercy. Now, when you look at it, you will understand that one, he says, mercy is upon your life. Two, mercy is in the house. This morning, on this altar, mercy is available. Your ability to connect to the, you will not come here with guilt and go back the same. There is mercy on the altar. He said, my house will be built on mercy. See, the Christianity, what makes Christianity thick is the mercy of God. If you are a believer and you don't understand mercy, you will miss out. You will be living your Christian life by yourself. It's the mercy of God. It's the mercy of God that picks nobody and makes them someone. It's the mercy of God that picks murderers and makes them saints. It's the mercy of God. Paul understood the mercy of God than Peter. Because he knew where he was coming from. He was a murderer, an antichrist, so to speak. And yet God picked him and made him an apostle. It's the mercy of God. I said the mercy of God is present. The mercy of God is in this church. This morning as you come to worship, you have come to the altar of mercy. And may God have mercy on every one of us. May the mercy of God overshadow you. 
in Jesus' name. And what I like about it is that it says, I will take a measuring tape. In other words, everywhere, every background, every ground the enemy will seek to um, put a full stone on in order to raise accusation, mercy will cover it. I might be to someone here. He said, oh, you, some years ago, you did this. He said, he said my mercy has, not only in the, on the altar, it has covered all the grounds. All grounds. Your past mistakes, your ancestral lineage, whatever it is, the enemy will want to, the moment the enemy gets the mercy is on the ground, and mercy is speaking for you. Mercy is saying that, yes, technically speaking, this and this must happen, but I am speaking for him. I am intercepting whatever you want to invoke. That's mercy. May mercy be on every ground the enemy wants to use against you. Yeah. Oh, he wants to remind you that you made a mistake. I invoke mercy. May mercy be on that ground. This morning we will pray. We will pray. Mercy will overshadow your life. Your mistakes will no more be what will be seen. Mercy will be seen. You see, when mercy covers you, instead of God seeing you, your mistake, he will see mercy. He will have mercy on you. And, and because of his mercy on you, instead of punishment, he will give you favor. Yeah. Am I speaking to somebody here? Yeah. Put your hand on your head and say, mercy. 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 I, I, I know I'm not perfect. I know. And you know you are not perfect. But the, the issue is the mercy of God. It's the mercy of God. Oh Lord, may your mercy prevail upon us. May your mercy be on this altar. Anybody who comes on this altar with a cry and need, may mercy respond. You see, sometimes we may not even deserve answer to prayer. But when mercy is speaking on the altar, any request that comes, mercy will say, hear him, hear her. He said, before you call me, I will answer. And while you are yet speaking, I will hear you. May mercy speak for you. I said, may mercy speak for you. You see, let me explain to you. Mercy says, they said, no, no, ABCD has done this. Let's do ABC. Then mercy says, yes, he has done it. But we will not do ABC. We will not do it. We will not do it because the price has been paid. Jesus, listen, let me say this. There is no sin that is bigger than mercy. There is no sin that is more grievous than mercy. There is nothing that mercy cannot overcome. Because the mercy of God is sufficient. And I'm speaking into somebody's life. Listen, whatever the enemy holds against you, because of your past mistakes, today mercy is speaking for you. Mercy is speaking for you. I said, mercy is speaking for somebody. Put your hands together for God. Mercy will speak for you. So mercy is present. And it's, it's present with us. Mercy, without the presence of his mercies, the wrath of God will consume us. And the, and the works of darkness will consume us. Two things are, 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 are seeking our life. The wrath of God and the works of darkness. But mercy has a way of intercepting. And that leads us to the second thing I want to say about mercy. That mercy is not only present. Mercy is powerful. Mercy is powerful. See, every good spiritual warrior will tell you. Any spiritual warrior who does not understand the death of mercy will suffer casualty. You know, sometimes we go into spiritual warfare based on our tongues. The, the kind of heavy tongues. The number of hours you can travel. And, and sometimes the number of days you have fasted. 
one day you will be shocked that your fasting is not sufficient, that your tongues is not sufficient, that your so-called personal, whatever it is that it is by yourself, will not be sufficient. What will make the difference is the mercy of God. In warfare, never joke with the mercy of God because the enemy is a legalistic warrior. He knows how to raise his kids. So don't go to warfare carelessly. Go to spiritual warfare knowing that you are going on the altar of mercy. Huh? So, so when the enemy raises a case, you raise mercy. Am I speaking to somebody here? And once mercy is brought into the matter, the enemy has no say. The accuser of the brethren will silence. That's spiritual warfare now. And listen, that's how powerful mercy is. Mercy is so powerful that God cannot deny it. When you appeal to God on the basis of mercy, he has no... I mean, one time, Archbishop Duncan Williams was giving a, a testimony of how he offended uh, his spiritual father, uh, Archbishop Benson Dahosa, you know, rebelled, you know, they, they had mentioned his church as one of his branches, and he corrected them, and he called him, he said he won't go. He's, he's come to his, he's, he's the man, he's, an, he's, he's come of age. And then he said, the man said, okay, I've washed my hands off you, you're on your own. And from that time, that time, the, uh, uh, persecution after persecution. So he discovered that, no, this must be the reason. He said he, he decided to go to him. Um, since he met somewhere in London. And then he said, woman, he got there, no, he said, mercy, don't say anything. He said, when the man, he said, mercy. One moment he lifted his mouth, say, mercy. The man looked at him and said, you know how to fight. <laughs> he said, I can't do anything. So he said, immediately, he said, devil, this is between a son and a father. Get out of it. You must know how to plead mercy, one guy in scripture I study a lot is David. David knows how to plead his case on mercy. <laughs> if you want to go to God on your right, that's why sometimes you see, um, how do we call them? MBAs, Christian MBAs, who have been around, not getting much from God. And the ones we think are not qualified. When you think they just came around, they've lived anyhow. Somewhere, somehow, God is working with them because they have the right understanding of mercy. Huh? You remember when the woman went and she was cleaning the legs of Jesus Christ? Yeah, and they were saying all kinds of things. You don't understand her. She knows the mercy she has enjoyed. So she's prepared to pay any price. May you understand mercy. From today... I dethrone you from every personal accreditation, personal uh, 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 achievement. That is not what you need in life. Listen, yes, you have achieved enough, but that's not what is not a game changer. There are unbelievers who have achieved more than what you have achieved. The game changer is the mercy of God. So I'm here to prophesy over your life that may the mercy of God speak for you. May the mercy of God bring a shift in your life. May the mercy of God enter into your future and turn things around. Yes, you may not have what it takes, but I'm asking for mercy for you. May mercy speak for you in your business, in your career, in your marriage. May mercy speak for you in Jesus' name. Put your hands together for God. The mercy of God. Oh Lord, may your mercy speak for us. Mercy is powerful. It can counter anything that you 
deserved by virtue of your past actions or your background. It will counter it. It will nullify it. Mercy speaks against the accusations of the enemy. Anytime I remember this, it gives me a picture of a policewoman who was standing by the traffic and there was an offender. And then the, the other driver complained. said, oh, look at what he did. And the policewoman said, and so what? And so what? That is what mercy does. The devil will say, oh, he, he committed, she committed um, abortion. She did it. Then when he finishes, mercy says, and so I have paid the price. I have paid the price. I have paid the price. I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. I don't know what the enemy is accusing of. I don't know what guilt you carry this morning. God has sent me to tell you that his mercy is sufficient. And mercy is taking you out from that burden you are carrying. Be loose. Be loose. In the name of Jesus. Be confident. Not because of what you have done. But because of mercy. See, when you walk on the strength of mercy, eh, doors will open for you. Because mercy is powerful. Say, mercy is powerful. Give me two minutes. Give me two minutes. I, today, I want us to spend some five, ten minutes to pray. Mercy's, mercy has power to invoke undeserved favor. I love that one. Mercy. There are, see, there are some favors that you don't deserve. I mean, I like the way um, comparison is made between justice, mercy, and grace. You know, they, they, they seem to be, but they're not the same. Justice gives you what you deserve. That's justice. So justice says that if you do evil, you must be paid by or paid with what? Evil. But mercy says, mercy says, gives you what or does not give you what you deserve. That's mercy. Mercy say, does not give you what you deserve. You deserve to be punished, but mercy will not give you that. That's mercy. Then the other dimension is favor or grace. Grace gives you what you don't deserve. Do you see the difference? One gives you what you deserve. Two does not give you what you deserve. And three gives you what you don't deserve. If I have confused you, I have succeeded in doing that. Put your hands together. <laughs> Amen. So mercy, on, in the positive says that you deserve to die. You deserve to die. You know, I love it when Paul was talking about Onesimus. He says he was sick unto death. But the Lord had mercy on him and me also. That's, I used this particular this to pray for a, a lady in my church who was just dying. She was just dying. I went to the hospital and when I saw her there on the, the, the machines, several machines, bloated, unconscious, the doctors had given up on her. All her organs had stopped um, working. So they were preparing us to announce her death. On my way back, I was fighting in my spirit. I said, this dead lady, young lady, must not die. But I, I lost all the courage to pray. You know, when you look at some of the situations, I lost all the courage to pray. Then this scripture just hit me. I said, Father, all I'm asking is mercy. I am quoting the Apostle Paul. I know this sickness is unto death, according to the doctors. But Lord, the way you had mercy on this for us, and, and, and Paul, have mercy on me and this lady. Do you know the next day a nurse called me 
and say and said, Pastor, something is happening to her. Amen. Something. He said, whatever prayer, prayer you are praying, pray more. Because all of us are surprised. The organs have just shut up. They, they are, and within, within one week, she was discharged. One week she was discharged. Mercy is powerful. Oh. On the altar of healing is mercy. Paul knew it. He said, I have declared by his stripes I'm healed. It's not working. I have declared that if the spirit of him who raised Christ from the dead dwells in me, he shall by the same spirit quicken my mortal flesh. And it's not working. Then he said, no, let me move to mercy. Now, Father, you are lay aside all my argument. Now I bring the matter on the altar of mercy. And instantly, Onesiris was healed. If you are here today and there is an infirmity in your body, we will come to the altar. You will come to the altar. Listen, this one is you and the altar. You will come to the altar and may mercy speak for somebody here. I said, may mercy speak for somebody here in the name of Jesus. Hannah, from all angles, knew she couldn't give birth. But she understood that there is mercy on the altar. So Bible says she went, when they went to Shiloh, she went to the temple and called on the altar. And that will give him her baby. This morning, you are going to pray. I don't know what you're going through, but we will appeal to mercy. I say we will appeal to mercy. Mercy is so powerful that when mercy is invoked, you will not be denied what you deserve. Or you will not be denied what you don't even deserve. And this morning, I'm praying for you. What the enemy says you don't deserve, mercy will say you deserve. I say you deserve. In the name of Jesus, put your hands together for God. And, and, and shout mercy three times, one more time. Mercy will invoke grace. Mercy will invoke open heavens. And I love open, no wonder you are called open heavens. Because when the heavens open upon you, the hindrance, I use Jacob's dream always as an illustration of open heavens. He said, I saw a ladder and, on, and the top of the ladder reached heaven. When the heavens open, your ladder reaches heaven. And he said, on that I saw angels ascending. And, and technically, they should have descended first, right? But they said, I saw angels ascending and descending. Ascending with your prayer requests and descending with the answers to your prayers. Are you hearing me? And, and for me, it is messy. Because Jacob was sleeping on the stone. That was her, his lowest time. Not his most spiritual high time. His low, but mercy came into the equation. That's why he said, and the Lord was here and I didn't know. Today may mercy speak for somebody. You may not feel that you are at the right place of your spirituality. You don't believe or you are not a place where you have believed God. And You know, we all have our peaks. But you are not there yet. However, mercy will make up for the gap. And you will come to this altar. Are you hearing me? I'm not physically, but we're going to pray. Everybody will hold on to the horn of the altar. When you read the scripture, that's what happened to Adonijah. When uh, Solomon, he realized he had offended Solomon. The Bible says he ran to the temple and held the horn of the altar. And in, in, in the Old Testament, if anybody holds the horn of the altar, you have to withdraw every punishment. Today, somebody will hold on the horn of the altar and may mercy speak for you 
Maybe you are coming from a background where they say things will not be well. But today you will hold on the altar. I say you will hold on the, uh, somebody. You will do what? Father, I have prayed the best way I can. But today I want to hold on. The, can you stand with me? Can you stand with me? Put your hands together for God. And we are going to pray. We are going to pray. You want to, you first, you want to pray that may the message of God saturate the altar of this house. He said, I will build my house on mercy. May open heavens be on the altar of what? Mercy. And today we are praying that Lord, may this altar be saturated with your mercy. Let's have your right hand and say, with you. say Father, this morning we agree in prayer. May your mercy saturate the altar of this church in Jesus name lift up your voice and pray just pray in a minute we invoke the mercy of God Zadabazoza we invoke the mercy of God on open heavens. Oh Lord, we pray and leave the altar of this house. May your mercy cover it. May your mercy cover it. May your mercy cover it. In the name of Jesus. May your mercy cover the altar. In the name of Jesus. May your mercy cover the altar. Radosata, Mazataba, Rakata, Mazotialaba, may your mercy cover the altar, may your mercy cover the altar, may your mercy cover the altar, in Jesus' name. Listen, we are not asking for anything. What we are praying this morning is that, Lord, may your mercy cover the altar. Between now to the end of the year. That anybody who come to this altar may mercy speak for them. Yes. May they find mercy. Amen. Let us say, Father, Father, today, today we, invoke we invoke your mercy on the altar, on the altar of this church. Of this Let church. up your voice and pray one more time. The mercy, your mercy, your mercy. Oh Lord, your mercy. Akatalaba, Ratoskata, Mazotalaba, Rakatalaba, Ratakata, Mazatalaba, Rakata Antalaba. In the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, I stand together with your servant over this house. And we plead mercy. Father, may your mercy cover this altar. Yes, Lord. Cover every portion of this altar. Ah, cover every ground. Our Lord, you will not see our mistakes, yes, but you will see mercy. Yes, Lord. I pray and prophesy mercy. Yes. May mercy be sufficient. Yes. May mercy be available. Amen. May mercy be present Amen. on this altar. Yes, In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Now you are going to pray. Like Adonijah. I don't know what you are trusting God for. But you want to hold the horn. This altar is burning with mercy. And we want to pray in the next two, three minutes. Uh, somebody will come and give a testimony. I'm telling you. You are praying. Whether it is healing like Paul. 
whether it is a, a, a withdrawal of punishment that uh, has been directed to you, whether it's divine protection you need, whatever it is, you need favor in your business, favor in your education, favor in your travel, whatever. You are holding the horn of this altar. Lift up your voice and pray. Sakatayata. Litani